This is your Sentinel News Dump for Tuesday, March 5th, 2019. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We're broadcasting out of the MERIP studio in Washington, D.C. Check out our website, districtsentinel.com. Here's what happened today. The NSA's call records program, first revealed by Edward Snowden, then modified by Congress, is now reportedly dead. New York Times revealed that the telephony metadata collection program was shut down and the Trump administration likely won't seek reauthorization for it when it expires at the end of the year. The government stopped using the program after a technical glitch resulted in the NSA collecting unauthorized data from Americans, forcing the agency to then purge its databases. Remember when we were told by spy officials how indispensable this spy program was? Well, a few years later, it's shut down and no one in the administration gives a shit. I guess it couldn't have been that important to begin with, although the NSA does have plenty of other spying authorities at its disposal to make up for the loss. President Trump promoted a letter signed by anti-Muslim hate groups protesting Congresswoman Ilhan Omar. The president tweeted about the letter, which contains the signatures of numerous far-right groups, according to the news website Electronic Intifada. Among signatories are Act for America, which is considered an anti-Muslim hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Also, Center for Security Policy, the ex-sponsor of an Israeli TV show that depicted African refugees as animals. Now an update on the clowns in Congress. For the second time in a month, Democrats are falling for bad faith racist smears against Representative Ilhan Omar due to her criticism of Israel and for really just existing in Congress. Democrats are using their majority to pass a resolution condemning anti-Semitism. In February, they passed an amendment to the War Powers Resolution that condemned anti-Semitism also. Meanwhile, a debate sprung up between Republicans during a Senate Health Committee hearing today. Senator Rand Paul claimed that vaccines carry risk and that people shouldn't have to, quote, give up their liberty for a false sense of security. Literally, that's what he said. Yikes. Fellow Republican Bill Cassidy immediately rejected the claims, telling Paul, quote, if you're such a believer in liberty that you should not be vaccinated, there should be consequences if you infect others, end quote. So that's Congress right now. T-Mobile spent $195,000 at Trump Hotel in Washington after announcing its proposed merger with Sprint. Details emerged today about the company's hotel stay after they were released by Democratic lawmakers Elizabeth Warren and Pramila Jayapal. T-Mobile execs conspicuously splurged at the hotel blocks from the Justice Department where the company's merger with Sprint is under review. The schmoozing included a lobby meeting between T-Mobile CEO John Legere and Trump campaign goon Corey Lewandowski. In their response to lawmakers, T-Mobile said, quote, While we understand that staying at Trump properties might be viewed positively by some and negatively by others, we are confident that the relevant agencies address the questions before them on the merits. A few years before, Legere had criticized Trump Hotel on Twitter in a post that could now potentially be entered as evidence in an emoluments case. Life comes at you fast. That's your news dump. For more content like this, subscribe over at patreon.com slash district sentinel. Thanks to our sponsor, the Congressional Dish podcast hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at congressionaldish.com. 
gmail.com. We'll be back on Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time for District Sentinel Radio Live. Until then, we're here in D.C. so that you don't have to be.